The following program is an exclusive sports presentation of News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. With seven, Dosumu, top of the key, driving, pull up from 15, it's good! He got it! With point five on the clock, and Io Dosumu has put Illinois ahead again! Fighting Illini game day is on the air. The countdown to tip-off is underway with the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Your first look, an in-depth preview of today's contest here on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5, the flagship home for fighting Illini basketball. Dosumu against the man-to-man. Pass inside, Kofi. And the finish! He slams it in! Dribbles into the paint. Top balance shot blocked by Kofi Coburn. Out of there with it, Dosumu to the basket. Lay it up! Out top, Dosumu. Right wing, right corner, Frazier for the lead! And he buried it! Now, from our Illini Game Day studios in Champaign, here's your host, Scott Beatty. And a pleasant good morning to you on a sunny Sunday here in Champaign. That is a welcome sight. Illinois basketball this morning. They are seeking their eighth win in a row and what would be sole possession of first place after Michigan State lost yesterday to Wisconsin. It's the Iowa Hawkeyes on tap. The Illini are there at Carver Hawkeye Arena this morning getting ready for a noon tip. Scott Beatty here with you along with Lauren Tate and the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. See the folks at Rudy Wealth Management for all of your retirement planning and investment needs. Rudy Wealth Management voted number one in the People's Choice Awards. Well, good morning to you, Lauren. And this morning's matchup features the top scoring offense in Big Ten play in the Iowa Hawkeyes against the top-scoring defense in the Big Ten in the Illini. Something's got to give, right? <laughs> I think 79 so. 79 points a game Iowa's been scoring, and, and they've scored well against Illinois last year at 95 one game. And then, of course, the, the season ended for Illinois in the Big Ten tournament when they gave up 83 more. So I don't know how you stop these guys. They, they, they seem so loose. And I, I just thought, sure, when they lost Moss and they lost Cook and they lost – Bohannon, all three three mm-hmm. top top players that this team would be down this year, but they've won ten in a row at home right now. They've got a ten game winning. So Illinois' overall seven game win streak it goes up against their ten game home win streak. They lost their season opener to DePaul at home, and it didn't look like they were going to be very good this year, did it? No. You're absolutely right. Nobody. I think we all knew Luca Garza was good, but Yeah, but not this good. Yeah. Not first five all American good. Yeah, the Brad Underwood, and uh, he called him a player of the year candidate, not just for the Big Ten, but for the entire country with That's how right. well he is playing. You look back at his last nine games or so, only once has he scored less than 20 points. Well, he. O- only once. He scores from every area. I mean, he, he's shooting 37% on threes. He's shooting 54% overall. He's very good with his back to the basket. He is so big, and he spreads out. I, they, he's, I, he's the best, I think, in the country at putting himself in a position to get the ball because when he spreads out, there's just no way to get in front of him. No, he, and I, I think the question going into this is, you know, what do you do if you're preparing a scouting report and a game plan? Do you just say Luke is going to get him? We'll just try to mitigate it. 
let's stop everything else, or do you try to double down on him and keep him Well, you him don't want to give up threes. Mm-hmm. So you, if you guard the threes and, and you leave Kofi or uh, Georgie back there one-on-one with Garza, he's going to score all night. Well, the Illini are now overall 16-5 and five in, in their season and 8-2 and two in conference play. Michigan State is now 8-3, and three, so the Illini could, will not be out of first place no matter the outcome today, but with a win would have sole possession, and I guess from there and have uh, destiny in their own hands. The Hawkeyes are 15-6, and six, and they are 6-4 and four in Big Ten play. The Hawkeyes coming off a loss to Maryland, a 10-point loss, and note that Luka Garza only had four rebounds in that loss, but uh, the Hawkeyes had five straight wins before that. So they have won five of six. Hot or cold, depends on how you want to look at it. Well, they're, they're, they're moving pretty well. They, they'll let that uh, game. You know, Garza picked up a couple early fouls against Maryland, at Maryland. And it wasn't his kind of, I mean, he didn't dominate the way he has. Um, it's just tough. It's tough to win on the road. Uh, uh, you know, they lost to Penn State at the, at the Palestra in Philadelphia. They lost at Michigan. They lost at Nebraska. And now they lost at Maryland. So... It's all about home road, and I don't know what to tell you. Uh, for me, this game for Illinois, is, is men- this has been mentioned, this is like playing with uh, the other guy's money. You know, this is a game you really like to win, but you understand that it's going to be extremely difficult. Here's one thing to consider. It's not a staggering disparity, but the Illini are actually shooting a little bit better on the road in Big Ten games now. Really? Overall, they're shooting 42%. Only 40% at home. Do you think that has anything to do with shooting 75% the second half at Purdue? (laughs) That may have skewed it a little bit. A little bit. Also, Alan Griffin will be back today after his two-game suspension. We'll see if that provides a punch as well. All right, we'll go out to Carver Hawkeye Arena when we return. We'll talk with Scott Ritchie, Dion Thomas. We'll see if he is near the mic as well. He's at Carver Hawkeye Arena for the first time since he was wearing a jersey. That'll be interesting for him as well. Stay with us. It's Fighting Illini Game Day. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Now with more, here's Scott Beatty. Back in our game day studios in Champaign, Scott Beatty here and Lauren Tate as well. The Illini and Iowa is the First place, Illini look for their eighth win in a row. Tough test today uh, against the Hawkeyes over at Carver Hawkeye Arena, and that's where we go courtside. Both Scott Ritchie, who covers the Illini for the News Gazette, and radio analyst Dion Thomas are there. Uh, I'll start with you, Dion. I understand you have not been back to Iowa City and Carver Hawkeye since you had an Illini jersey on. No, this is this is the first time since uh, 1994, and. I was walking with Brian earlier today, and I was like, well, you know what? This doesn't look like And then I had to stop myself and catch myself and say, well, you know what? I don't remember what it looks like, so <laughs> I can't talk about if there were any changes or, or anything of that nature. But, you know, they, what they've done with this stadium, though, is with Carver Hawkeye Arena and their renovations, the same as we did. It's beautiful in here. Not a bad seat in the house. And so expecting a great game today. Well, maybe you blocked some of those memories of Iowa, but we won't we won't make you talk about that. <laughs> but let me ask you this. Luca Garza, we all know how good he is. Put on the coach's hat for a moment. Do you try to uh, uh, mitigate him, try to stop him, or is it more of a, okay, he's going to get his, let's stop everything else? Well, I, I don't believe you 
you know, try to stop. You, you put that mentality, stop everyone else. Because then that, I think, takes away from what your team concept and your defense actually is. So I believe you play Luka the same way you play everybody else. You play him straight up one-on-one with Kofi. If the ball goes into the post, now you get guys to help and dig once he puts the ball on the floor. The great the thing that Kofi is going to do or Georgie or whomever is defending him is to do their work early and not allow him to get established in the low post. If they can get him, you know, one or two steps off of the post where he has to take dribbles in order to get in a position to shoot, then they've won the battle because now they're close enough to the uh, perimeter defenders that they can dig and get hands in there, but yet they're still close enough to their um, offensive person that they can contest any, any shots. Uh, this is Lauren, and I'll ask Scott. You were there last year. Have you ever seen Illinois uh, give up so many threes in one game? I mean, maybe not. And also, I'm not sure I've seen an opposing team make so many. I mean, Joe Wieskamp obviously didn't miss a single shot the entire game um, and was just on fire. And you know, they've got shooters on this team to put around Luka Garza. I mean, Wieskamp's back, of course, and then, you know, uh, C.J. Frederick uh, is shooting a really high percentage as well. Uh, so, I mean, Illinois did a pretty good job Thursday against Minnesota. You know, kind of a similar situation with you know, a really good big man and some shooters around him by not allowing the Gophers you know, to, to get easy shots on the perimeter. And you know, there was some focus on Aturu, obviously, but you know, they got out and contested you know, the shots that uh, Gabe Kalsher and Marcus Carr took so I mean I think it's a little bit of the same game game plan today um, but yeah you certainly can't leave you know Joey's camp uh, even remotely open because well, uh, he this, will make them. Is this a, a DeMonte Williams assignment on Wies camp? He's averaging 15 a game and he's one of the top sophomores in the league if not the country. Yeah it probably will be uh, DeMonte and, and that's part of the reason he's in the starting lineup is it it moves Io DeSumo off of that defensive assignment for an entire game. I'm sure they all the guards kind of eventually rotate and end up guarding you know, everybody. But I would imagine Demonte gets you know first crack at Wieskamp and uh, his seven, essentially seven foot wingspan, uh, probably come in handy of closing out on some threes. Yeah, I'd have to agree with Scott. I mean, he's definitely going to be the primary defender on Wieskamp. And he does a great job of being physical and using his body. And as we all know, as Scott just mentioned, that's why he's in the lineup is to do those things and take that pressure off of both Trent as well as Io to not have to defend the better offensive player on the team. But, you know, he's one of those guys. He's really smart. He's going to find his shot, and he's going to get it off. You just want to make every shot attempt difficult, which, as Scott mentioned last year, that didn't really happen. No, I mean, <laughs> it's one thing – to I mean, make all your shots, but he got easy ones. Yes. Mean, he took advantage. and uh, that's uh, There's a lot of wide-open shots. Yeah, certainly has not been forgotten. Uh, Brett Underwood, you know, that was one of the things he mentioned yesterday you know, before they left for Iowa City. He was like, he probably remembers last year's game here at Iowa more than any of the wins that he's had. Just the way that Wieskamp shot the ball and the fact that Illinois kind of got run off the court a little bit. I mean, they lost by 24 you know, here in Iowa City. Gentlemen, well, Dion, we'll hear more from you in just uh, a few minutes, and Scott, we'll read you after the game. Appreciate your time as always, and safe travels home. 
Thank you, gentlemen. Thanks, guys. All right. That's Scott Ritchie, who covers the Illini for the News Gazette, and Dion Thomas, of course, who's on the radio call with Brian Barnhart. We'll also have the Coach's Corner coming up in just a moment. Lauren and I bring you the keys to the game, making our way to a noon tip-off, Illinois and Iowa Fighting Illini game day. It's Fighting Illini game day. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Here again, Scott Beatty. All right, we're making our way towards tip-off. We've got the coach's corner coming up with Brian, and he'll talk with Chin Coleman, Scott and Lauren with you. As we take a look at the keys to the game, they're brought to you by Hickory Point Bank and Champagne, the unlimited value of the right team. One banking expert steers you in the right direction. A whole team of them will take you to your destination. Hickory Point Bank invested. Lauren, I don't know that anybody stops Luca Garza. So what's the key to like not being steamrolled by guard him? Guard them on the, on the perimeter. They can't, you can't let them beat you with threes. They're going to get a lot of twos, and there's nothing you can do about it. But you've got to stop those three-point shots. Uh, Illinois has been very successful, as you've stated the statistics on it. Uh, this team, uh, Iowa, is shooting 37%. And if they hit those threes, you know, if you translate that extra point into 37%, it's up over 50. You know, I mean, that's that's that kills you. So they've got to guard the perimeter, and they've got to – I'm sure that there'll, there'll be a problem on the post, but uh, they've got two defenders there uh, – Kofi and, and Georgie, and I hope they just split time on him. Illinois has the best field goal defense as well in, in the Big Ten, in Big Ten games, at allowing opponents just 37, almost 38%. So I'm with you, Lauren. Just don't let them get hot, and love to see Alan Griffin and Trent Frazier early drain some big shots, get going, feel comfortable there. Hopefully the muscles are up and loose. I think they didn't do a shoot-around. Well, we haven't seen Griffin do anything for five games, three of which, of course, he was out of. I mean, two of out entirely, and then, of course, he was out for most of the Purdue game. And the two previous games, he only had three points each. So he's, it's been a long time since he uh, broke out. All right, Lauren, enjoy the game. Enjoy your Sunday. As right. always, we appreciate it. And we'll do the coach's corner next. Brian Barnhart talks with assistant Chin Coleman, fighting a line on game day. Fighting Illini game day continues. Time now for the Coach's Corner, brought to you by Hickory Point Bank in Champaign, the unlimited value of the right team. One banking expert steers you in the right direction. A whole team takes you to your destination. Also brought to you by Clark Lindsay. It's Brian Barnhart, voice of the Illini, talking with Chin Coleman. This should be a good one. Every game's an important game, but you've got two good teams going at it today. Yeah, two really good teams that's fighting for the, the, the same goal when um, midseason, uh, right now and this is a, a goal that we wanted to accomplish is uh, to be in first place in the Big Ten. Um, realistically we, we, we felt like we had a team that can be in this position right now and so right now we're just in mid-season pole position it's not anything to get overly excited about because we understand the, the battleship that we play on and it's a survival um, of the fittest in this battleship so we got to just make sure we keep trying to get better and better and better and taking them one day at a time. Yeah, Certainly uh, defensively, we continue to play well on that end of the floor. Even when we haven't shot well, that has carried us to some wins. Yeah, well, shooting come and go. You know, defense has to travel. Uh, you know, they, they, they have bad shooting nights in the NBA. Like, 
uh, Steph Curry, who shoots the ball incredibly well, and uh, he's probably the, arguably the best shooter in the that ever played a game. But he has nights where he the ball doesn't go in, and we understand that. And, but when the ball doesn't go in, how do you impact the game? How do you win? And we've built our team, we've built our mindset on finding ways to win when the shot doesn't go in. When we don't shoot the ball 45% from three and 52% from two, we still want to win the game. And so uh, by hanging our hats on the defensive end and packing that with us wherever we go and wherever we're playing at, has been successful for us, and we're not going to stop. Yeah. Well, uh, the end of the game the other night, uh, DeMonte with the two big defensive plays, and it was great to see his teammates ran over and chest bumped him because they know, and I know you guys know, what he does defensively every day. It's uh, the, the the outside noise. We don't listen to it. We we understand the dynamics and the the the, the intricacies of, of what you need for a team, what you need from different guys playing different roles, doing different things, and uh, the the the. The untrained eye of people that watch basketball, they have their opinions and their opinions are whatever they are, not to say that they're bad. It's just that what Monte does for us doesn't show up all the time in, in the stat column. We know what he does and we know how important he is to our team. And so that's why that's celebrated. That's an internal celebration because we understand how valuable he is to us. And when he does those things, we know that we're a really good basketball team. So. Monte is so intricate and a big part of what we do, whether he scores 20 points or not, whether he scores zero points or not. He guards everybody's best players, and he does a great job of doing what he does for us, and we're so proud to have him on our side. Illinois has climbed to the top of the Big Ten defensively and Big Ten play, fewest points allowed. Iowa's a very good offensive unit, so you've got kind of two strengths going at each other today. Yeah, they're number one in our league in offensive uh, efficiency and they're top five in the country in offensive efficiency. So they're a really good offensive team. Um, they start kind of uh, positionless because they have four guards in and around Garza. They play four out, one in, or sometimes they play five out because Garza obviously can step out and play out on the floor and shoot the ball really well. Um, they're a high assist team because of their motion and their system. They got all skilled guys who can dribble and, and pass. Um, so that what makes them effective and have a high, the highest efficiency on offense in our league. So uh, we got our, 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 our jobs cut out for us. They're great in transition because they got multiple guys that can push and pass. So uh, our defense is going to get tested, but we brought it with us. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll come back and talk some more with assistant coach Chin Coleman on the coach's corner in just a moment. Well, the Illini taking on the Iowa Hawkeyes here today. I know uh, Luca Garza has garnered national attention. What have we seen him year to year? How has he gotten this good, I guess? Um, he's so smart. When you when he's the epitome of doing your work early in terms of his post-ups and in terms of his offensive rebound, his wedging, um, and then he's got every back-to-the-basket Jack Sigma debt pivot move in the book. Uh, he's, he's Mikhail. He's Jack Sigma. He's got all these moves, man, and, and he can shoot the ball, and he plays hard. He plays with passion. He's a really, really, really good basketball player, and uh, we're not going to shut him out. Uh, he's going he's gonna to get a few, uh, but we have a plan, and we always have a plan, and um, we're going to play to our plan and stick to the script and, and see what happens. I know one of the things you've emphasized uh, as a staff to the guys is you talked about him doing his work early. Well, you got to do 
our work earlier, right? You got to beat him to the spot. Absolutely. We just can't get outworked. He's going to work hard. We're going to work hard. And, and we just can't get outworked. And we can't get beat in between the years. They're a very smart basketball team. And they use the intelligent part of the game. And they, they play to that. And they try to, try to beat you on, the, on, the, on the, 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 the psyche part of the game and the intelligent part of the game. So we have to play hard, play smart, and, and, and don't get beat on the intelligent part of the basketball game. That's a war. In this basketball game, it's not getting beat on the intelligent part of the game. And if you watch, uh, there were several teams that should have beat them here. Rutgers should have beat them here. Wisconsin should have beat them here. And you just got to really play harder than them. And then you can't have those foul-ups, those bloops, and those blunders. And then they take advantage of those. So you got to minimize your mistakes and give yourself a chance of winning here. Garza can score inside. He can also step out. Uh, they've got other outside shooters, though. We saw that last year with Wieskamp. Well, Garza is a four-way scorer. Sometimes we use the term three-way. He can score it inside. He's got a good middle game face-up jump shot. And obviously he can score it outside at the three. But he also puts fouls on people. and he can, So that gives him a four-way because he's really good at the free-throw line. And then his wingmen so to speak. He's kind of flankered with Wieskamp. He's flankered with Frederick. These guys are unbelievable shooters. Uh, Frederick is at about 48% from, from three, and, and, and Wieskamp is at about 38%. So these guys are big-time shooters, big-time wings. And so he's not alone. Uh, we got to make sure we do a good job on him and the others. But uh, he is obviously the head of their snake, and they got a good, tough point guard in freshman in Tucson who's really tough and physical. He's probably the fastest guard in our league. I think he's faster than Trent with the ball in his hand. And so that's why their push and their thrust is – uh, very good in, tra- in transition, and they got multiple guys that can handle. So it's going to be a good game. Uh, we heard mm-hmm. that it's sold out, so mm-hmm. um, we'll give them a good show. <laughs> Offensively, uh, they push the ball. Uh, defensively, Fran will mix up his defenses. Yeah, he mixes it up a little bit, try to take the teams out of that rhythm with, with different zone packages, matchup zone packages, 2-3 zone, 3-2 matchup, 2-3 matchup. Then he'll mm-hmm. go man. He'll play some He'll play some full court, 1-2-2. Two, two. He just throw a lot of stuff on the wall and see what mm-hmm. sticks. Um, mm-hmm. They're 10th they're in our league in defense. Mm-hmm. So what there they're doing go. is what they do. It's <laughs> not, I mean, but if if you get discombobulated by it and, and worry about what are they in, then that's when they win. But if you don't worry about what they're in and just flow and mm-hmm. have good pace and flow, you'll be fine on the offensive end. I heard someone say we didn't come this far to come this far. We did not. Great philosopher. We did not. We didn't come this far to come this far. We came this far to go further. And and we've came this far after we've climbed one mountain to look for a bigger mountain, to think bigger, and we want the reward. And so uh, there's a good quote by uh, Kobe Bryant's English teacher at Lawyer Maryland uh, High School. His name was Mr. Fisk. And he told Kobe, uh, rest at the end, not in the middle. And that was something that stuck with Kobe Bryant. And he lived by that throughout his career. It's to rest at the end and not in the middle. So we're going to keep going and going and going. We're not going to rest right now. We're not satisfied with being first place and any of that. None of that matters to us. We're going to keep going and going and going. And we'll get some rest later. We'll get some rest later. But not right now is not the time to rest. All right. Hey, Chen, thank you. Good luck. Thank you. Appreciate it. There's more to come in a moment. This is News Talk 1400 WDWS Champaign-Urbana and Light Rock 97.5 WHMS Champaign-Urbana.